0: It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC. Special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. I'm um, so pleased to have you here on Mind Your Business with me. You are Elizabeth Blakendahl, and you are the owner of Atafall. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about your journey uh, and what's next for Falls. So sure. before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself
1: sure so as Jamila introduced me I am Elizabeth otherwise known as Liz or Lizzie and I am a creative at heart and I just love all things beautiful I love uh, really beautiful moments um, spending time with friends and family um, being out in the outdoors and traveling so a life full of color okay yeah
0: I, well you look very cool today. <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so tell me how you got to atofo like how did you determine that you wanted to start this business
1: sure so i actually stumbled upon the business in a very organic way i've always been a creative at heart however i never formally set out to do the business i did a picnic one weekend uh years back now uh, with some friends at John Smith's Bay. It was really beautiful. I used pillows and just things from around my house. And then I made the mistake of posting it to Instagram. And then I had a private account. There was like 99 people or something. And someone was like, hey, you know, who did your thing? Like, could you do it for me? And I said, yeah, I'd like to do this. Sure, I can do it for you. Then I'm like, should I be charging? Or, you know, I I just didn't know anything. So I just did that for like just covering the cost. Mm -hmm. And then after that, more people started to ask and I was like okay wait a minute like is this a business for me like what's the business name I had no idea um luckily I had always been interested in business so Mm -hmm. I had the background of like you know quickly thinking of like all the branding stuff so I um, came up with the name and I was actually working full-time at the time um, as a lawyer Conyers so I was just like whoa this is you know like my emails and DMs are just blowing up every weekend. Like, you know, I want to make sure I give this a proper chance that it deserves. Mm -hmm. So, fast forward six months later, I put in my resignation and just said, you know, it's summertime. I have to try it during the summer. If it's ever a good time, it'll be now, especially while there's momentum. So I took a leap of faith. I think my colleagues were more nervous than me. (laughs) Um, I was obviously a little bit nervous, but I just said, you know, what's the worst that can happen if Mm -hmm. you ever don't know? Just make another decision if it doesn't work out. That's right. That's right. That's the start. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's a good way to think of it because I think some people are so, their fear kind of sets in and they're like, oh, my God, they focus on the fact that it won't work or what if they fail.
1: Definitely, and there's always just, you know another decision that can be made yeah. each and every time. So I try to use that as a, you know, um, to propel me forward with the decision-making of everything in life. Yeah. That, you know, if it doesn't work out, whether it's a relationship, a job, uh, the business, you can always make another decision. Okay. So. Well, I like the way <laughs> you're
0: thinking. So fast forward, you six months, you resigned, you started at mm-hmm. Um, Talk about the name, right? Because sure. I'm like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is the number one question sure. that we get. when people either see it, hear about it, or they know what they're thinking of in terms of the business, but they're just like, you know that business with the funny name? Yeah. So again, as it was an organic start, I had no idea what the name would be. I felt a little bit pressure to quickly come up with the name, so I drafted like a few very basic names, and I was with my friend at uh, the at Brew on Front Street, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, okay, let me put a few into Google Translate, because I know you have a Dutch background as well. Let me see if any of them would sound good. And I was just like, Okay, sure and then dining table then converted to a toffel. So he was like, Oh, what about this? I said, I don't know, like it sounds interesting, but I'm gonna have to explain to everyone. He said, There you go, you can tell your story and like explain the meaning behind it and dining table was really to convey people coming together around a table Mm -hmm. to have that fellowship and create new memories and Yeah, that's that's the meaning and the sort of origin of the name.
0: Okay, so for people who don't know, Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about specifically what you do and what your focus is with the business?
1: Sure. So when we first started, it was primarily focused on luxury picnics, although we also did event planning on the side. But the key sort of focus of what we were known for where the luxury picnics, and we were able to do a partnership very early on with the BTA. They mm-hmm. thought it was a great idea, so that helped us to sort of build traction of, you know, being a new business in the market. And also, it was just so fun, aesthetically and on the outside, but behind the scenes, it was so much work. If you know the heat in the Bermuda summer, yes. it's crazy. I was doing <laughs> the entire business by myself, carrying, shoveling through the, shan- you the sand. You carrying. By myself. <laughs> like, everyone else was working their 9 to 5, so I had to, you know carry everything out of my car, and and it starts long before you um, are actually at the venue. You have Mm -hmm. to pack everything. Mm -hmm. Before that, there's the emails. There's just so many things that goes on behind the scenes. So I did every part of the business. I was up very late, washing the dishes after, emailing, marketing, like, it built a lot of grit, and I learned a lot of things, and I learned I didn't want to do everything and be the, As a friend said, the chief everything officer. So this is not for me. I love the creative part, but I quickly wanted to learn how I could delegate or outsource all the other parts just to also be more efficient and effective um, as a business that wanted to grow long term.
0: Yes, which makes sense because you can't be this chief everything officer. (laughs) It was a
1: lot. And like for the first few months, I was also doing the cooking. So like people thought I was a caterer and I was doing the catering, but like, it was quickly just way too much. I was like, this is going to suck the fun out of everything yes. for me very, very quickly. So yes. I'm glad that I, uh, yeah, quickly made some
0: adjustments. So what, what, how did you adjust? Like, what did you do differently?
1: Sure. So I think I started to do a bit of self-reflection of, like, what parts of the business do I most enjoy? Mm-hmm. So doing sort of a mental exercise, I think it was, like, the creative design part. I do enjoy a lot of like planning and coordinating, but everything else like I realized I did not have to do. So right. outsourcing the catering, outsourcing and getting like staff to help with the production side, um, outsourcing florists, all those things. I was picking flowers at first. Oh I did everything. <laughs> so when I realized like, hey, you don't have to do everything. There's other experts who love what they're you know good at. So why not create like a network of vendors that you can rely on and mm-hmm. partner with? So that was the like biggest blessing for me, and I made some really great connections and it really helped ease the load off because then there were still all the other things you have to focus on in the business so it just eased it up a little bit
0: yeah it makes sense and i think that you realize that early Mm -hmm. that you couldn't do everything no it it positions you to be able to scale quicker right because some people get stuck and they're like i got you know it's
1: like time to adjust and i had luckily done uh courses with the BDC. I don't think I'd done um, the Ignite Light course yet. I'd done BizCamp at a very young age. So I remember, you know, doing all the cost of goods. Mm -hmm. I've done um, A-level business. I would always done business courses or business classes. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really instrumental in me then using those skills and knowledge to then, you know, quickly improve, uh, you know, um, some of the initial, I guess, kinks or
0: troubles that I was maybe facing Mm -hmm. so I want to go back Mm -hmm. because you said lawyer real quick Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) (laughs) what's going on I know (laughs) but so when it going from a lawyer you go to law school or whatever it's a big deal (laughs) right I'm sure your parents were like, yes, this is we, we're expecting Lloyd." So how did you always know that you were going to be an entrepreneur, that you were going to be your own boss? Or did, like you said, it happen organically, or was it part of your plan?
1: I think it definitely happened organically. And um, I think I always loved business, but I never knew that I was going to be a business owner myself. Um, so I think, yeah doing law I was um, practicing corporate law which again focuses on businesses so like as you know with the the small businesses here the incorporations mm-hmm. Mergers, amalgamations, restructuring. So it was businesses, but businesses with billions of dollars rather right. than small businesses. So I feel like I've always been drawn to the business side of things, but the actual uh, start of my own business was definitely something organically found. Yeah. And I love it. I'm glad it's, it's just like my child now, but I love it.
0: <laughs> That's your baby, right? Because you baby. built it, right? You yeah. birthed this whole business idea um, from the ground up. Definitely. You used to do all the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you delegate. So one of the things I want to talk a little bit about is the event management side sure. because I knew uh, a tough fall as the picnic. Yes. Beautiful luxury picnic. So, when did you decide to branch out to event management as well? Sure.
1: No, it's so funny that you say that because I think sometimes there's a bit of ambiguity around the brand in terms of like, what exactly is she offering these days? Like, yes. Does she offer the picnics? Is it event planning and mm-hmm. design? So, it's a good little reminder for me that like PR, branding, marketing is so important. And that's something that I'm constantly trying to work on. Uh, but to answer your question, I think it was somewhere in middle of the pandemic. I realized that, you know, the picnics were fun. It took off really well, but it wasn't giving me the creative fuel that I wanted to move forward. Mm-hmm. They're a very small scale. I felt like I was quite limited in terms of design because it's just like the picnic right. and then reinventing the picnic each time. And I wanted to create much more uh, wildly, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, this needs to, you know continue to grow a little bit more. And then when I consider the uh, ROI of like the financial income that was coming from the picnics, and I said, hey, this is maybe not our biggest revenue generator. Mm -hmm. I should focus more on the planning, the management and design side. So I had to make that decision to say, hey, we're not offering picnics anymore for a while. And we were like inundated with emails for at least a good year in the middle of the pandemic of people were just finding us. And I was like, where are all these (laughs) inquiries coming from? I hate it to let people know that we don't offer it, especially people from overseas that wanted to experience. But I knew that we needed to continue to grow the business and it needed to make financial sense first and foremost. Um, And I also wanted to still be able to enjoy it as well. So that was a really difficult decision. So fast forward now to uh, summer 2023. We would still offer a picnic service, but through the event management planning and design, because all of those sort of facets are still involved In doing the picnic, Mm -hmm. I just never charged for it before. Right. It was just the end product. You see a picnic, it was like a couple hundred dollars. But now I'm just like, you know... going to take that much time we're doing the design we're liaising with all the vendors and it's pretty much falls within the same sort of you know uh, format albeit that's the style that you want Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's where we're at
0: so would you mind sharing some of the projects that you've worked on because we're working with you (laughs) too I am so
1: excited about our work together like it's really like yeah I'm ready to get started with you guys but uh, yeah it's interesting Um, we've done quite a bit like a lot of them have been focused around private clients that are looking to host some of their most intimate moments, whether it's for a birthday or uh, a milestone event. So that's always been fun. And then different corporate clients that are looking either to, you know, celebrate their staff, mm-hmm. um, summer parties, that sort of thing. I think Working with more of a higher end clientele, the discretion has always been like what they've loved the most. Yes. So it's a little bit sometimes difficult to like share all the exciting things yes. because they're just like, you know, in our agreement, we have different um, provisions just to allow them to have that privacy. But it yeah, has been really, really fun. And I feel like it's definitely allowed me to grow and learn also. You know, the bigger the budget, the bigger the creativity, which is, you know, not a bad thing. Well,
0: we're going to challenge you. <laughs>
1: No. I'm super creative. So, you know, you need a creative person first and foremost. So, like, whether, you know, you told me to create something in this very room that we're in, just being a natural creative, you can create something out of anything. And, like, I first started my business with things around my house Mm -hmm. and picking leaves and flowers. So, I can make it happen. (laughs) Well, that's good to know.
0: No, seriously, though, you know, for Global Entrepreneurship Week, we've been doing this, what, since 2008, Mm -hmm. and we finally come to the decision to do sort of a conference, right? So, for days um and so we're really excited about making it beautiful because you're going to be in this one space pier six for the four days so we want to be able to create this atmosphere um that can change like Mm -hmm. suited to the the different types of events so in terms of challenging you in that way but also you know
1: yes (laughs) i know the money does not fall (laughs) from trees we gotta look it's gonna be amazing i feel like when you you know have your objective in yeah. terms of what you're looking to achieve. We look at the resources, then we work backwards from there. So we will have the most magical time Yay. together, and hopefully, the guests, you know, feel like they're at an international event. That's yes, my, my that's ultimate hope that it doesn't feel like a just a local event in a hall with you know a few posters stuck around. Yes. Like I want it to be first class
0: for you guys. Oh, thank you very yes. much. We that's what we want to. So I definitely think we aligned there, and I think it's an opportunity for people who didn't know now they know that definitely. this. Where you
1: are you're in this space. Definitely. That's something I have to work on as well. And I'm pretty low key as a person, so sometimes I feel like I don't really uh yeah, put myself out there enough to, you know, let people know like what I'm up to and things. So that's something you have to work on if you're gonna be a business owner.
0: And I want let's talk a little bit about that because in terms of the brand Mm -hmm. and all of that, you mentioned quickly that Dutch background, mm-hmm. right, and and the name. So how important to you, or how important do you think it is for you to be part of the brand, right, of the business?
1: That's a good question. I feel like I've always never wanted to be really a part of the brand, although I think a year and people are like, you are the brand. People are looking for you to create. They want to see you. They want to see you on your socials, and I'm always hiding from it. I don't know why. I've been a complex of being online. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think it's important and I love going online and seeing other entrepreneurs yes. doing their thing. I love it. I like seeing what they're doing on their day-to-day. I know their families. I know where they're on vacation for the <laughs> summer. But me, you don't know anything. <laughs> so i got to work on being a little bit more out there, especially as a creative. It's like being a designer for a fashion label. You know, people will look for that designer and yes. their work. So yes. I think I need to embrace that a little bit more. I just have always been a little bit more shy and reserved. So, yeah, I need to work on that. Yes.
0: Because what do you want your business to be when it grows up? Like when it's fully grown, wh- where do you see the business?
1: I think uh, venturing across the seas, no boundaries. Um, just creating in, like amazing venues, working with amazing people, and just understanding and knowing that really you're creating something that's yet to exist in the world. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just really, really special. And people hold these memories forever. Like, life, sometimes tough. So to be able to create a moment and people are like, oh, I remember that time we mm-hmm. were at the garden or we came to Bermuda. Like, that means so much to me to be a part of someone's memory or the brand to be a part of your positive memories mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm.
0: And I would say to you being out in front, the same way you feed off of hearing Mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs' stories. Who knows, that one push, hearing that one testimonial might be the thing that makes someone say, I'm gonna keep going, right? Because it's hard sometimes.
1: Yeah, I definitely can be of inspiration. And people have come up to me in the grocery store and I'm like, you don't know me. And they're like, I follow you, and I'm just like, okay, like I'm so I get a little bit nervous, but I have a good friend, um, Michaela, who has a PR business, and she's always telling me, you know, you need to get online, girl. But I clearly have let it go in one ear and (laughs) out the other. (laughs) You're like, I got things to do. I'm focused on
0: other stuff. Yeah, like as long as I'm
1: working hard behind the scenes, I've always said like that's all that matters. But this other part is important too, obviously. It is.
0: It is. I mean, the whole reason why we do this show is so that entrepreneurs like yourself can share your story. Story and hopefully inspire someone else who may have been like, I don't know, you know, I don't yeah. want to leave my law degree because I'm secure, yeah, and then go on this entrepreneurial venture, which really it's going to be what you make it. Definitely,
1: right? definitely. I
0: think the opportunity with entrepreneurship, it creates so many things. It can open so many doors for so many different people. So asking you if you had to tell your younger self, like what, what would you tell your younger self? Three things about entrepreneurship and about this journey?
1: I think be unapologetically brave would be the first one. Like a lot of our thoughts are crippling because we're listening to all the outside noise of what other people think, of what societal norms are, or what our family wants us to do. But just be unapologetically brave. Like think of like what really lights you up and then just go for it 110%. So that's number one. Um, Number two would be to surround yourself with like amazing people that are smarter than you, so that you can continuously learn. And I feel like I've always been drawn to like older people, and I've learned so much from them. I'm just like if I can learn a little quicker than I mm-hmm. would and learn from their mistakes, that's been super super instrumental in terms of you know me learning uh, different things within the business. So that's number two. And then I would say number three would be have fun. Like if you're gonna start your own business, make sure you're having fun. Yeah. You know sometimes you have these boring businesses like the long mats yes. or some of the other ones but have some fun somewhere in between if not why are you doing it yeah. you know what I mean yeah so.
0: so for for me I do think that entrepreneurship has the ability to give you financial freedom yep. and the ability to determine how you want to live your life if that makes yep. sense right Definitely. so it's not bo- it's not based on what you have to do for someone else yes you have the ability to If you want to work hard, if you want to do these things, you're kind of charting that course. And it does free you up to do the things, like you said, that you Definitely.
1: I find, like, what you put in is definitely what you get out. And it gives you that autonomy and flexibility to say, hey, you know, I want to take three months off and travel. Or, hey, I need to, you know, visit my grandmother at 3 o'clock on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Or just really think of, like, life outside of uh, your day-to-day income you can mm-hmm. still fit in like a meaningful life rather than it being dictated from your nine to five that's right so I think that's you know definitely one of the beauties I've uh, yeah taking this journey
0: so the other thing I wanted to ask you about before we wrap up is how important is it to have a tribe a group of other maybe women who are doing fabulous things mm-hmm. and you know charting their own paths how important is that so so important like I can't
1: stress it enough I've got like different uh, friend groups Mm -hmm. and all different ages all different walks of life and all different um, socio-economic backgrounds Mm -hmm. and I learned from all of them and just having this tribe and uh network is so so important you learn something from everyone Mm -hmm. whether it's from the consumer lens or the you know employer lens or a corporate sponsorship lens like it really provides a more enriched uh yeah toolbox to make decisions in the future and you just never know when you have a question like you can go in your contacts and say hey you know uh someone so works here at the bank like they can help me with an application mm-hmm. or you know at the bedc if i need help with i don't know a business plan mm-hmm. like just having that resource is just so great and i think um, some people have always said you do know a good bit of people and i think it's again going to the workshops or the lunch and learns like over time it just doesn't come from one time um it's like years and years in the making. I saw Joe the other day from Bizcamp yes. and we were chatting like I did Bizcamp at 13 and I'm 28 now and like I tell everyone Bizcamp was like such an amazing um, program and I remember the same things like making the sandwich, mm-hmm. doing the pricing from many many years ago and having that network is just priceless.
0: I would agree with you. Um so we hope to continue to create opportunities Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs like yourself to meet each other to work with each other and that's the whole reason why we do things like global entrepreneurship week and we do the incubator programs that's all part and parcel of what we're trying to achieve you guys are
1: definitely doing an amazing job like there's so many different resources um that you have and i feel like i've been to so many different things that you've done whether it is the um, um entrepreneurship conference week or the women's things that you've done or like online just webinars during a random mm-hmm. lunch hour that I've tuned in like <laughs> these are free most of them most and people them don't realize yeah. that these resources are available even the newsletter I you know make sure I keep an eye on it because then there's different things that I didn't know about that are then there so I can't stress enough to people there are resources you just have to tap into them and make yourself available like once they're there you have to do the other part of committing to it so girl say it again they're there you just have to commit to it (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) no I think that that's perfect it's a, a great way to end it I mean at the end of the day it really we we will create opportunities and put the tools there but what you do with them yep. it's up to you as the entrepreneur for sure so that was so, well said so yes. let's tell people how they can find you now when they yes. want to be, <laughs> book these events yes
1: yeah, so if you're ever looking to plan an amazing event um you can find us online on socials at Atoffel bermuda i'll spell that because i'm sure you're like how do we spell that so it's e-e-t-t a F E L Bermuda in full, or we have a website. The same www.ee.tt.afelb Bermuda.com. Um, and from there, you can find our email address and other ways to connect with us. So I'd love to connect with you. Or if it's just questions about business, uh, what it's like to work in Bermuda, like anything, I feel like, you know, I'm pretty much open to conversations with people.
0: Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank Liz. you for having me. <laughs> so I'd like to close out the show by saying... Um, you know, we minded business today. Mm-hmm. Those of us who are, are going to be listening and tuning in, I'm sure we'll find a lot of what you said to be helpful and inspiring, I hope. And then I remind people now, if you don't mind your business, <laughs> who will? Exactly. Right? You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> Who's right. Who's going to do it? Yeah. So, yeah. Mind your business. Mind your business, You please. know. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m., because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.